Hello, my name is Andy Stables and I'm the Director of Research and Outreach at the Heinrich Foundation here in Singapore. Delighted to be joined today by Henry Gao, who is Associate Professor of Law at Singapore Management University and Dongfang Scholar Chair Professor at the Shanghai Institute of Foreign Trade. Henry, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, Andy. It's my pleasure. Okay, so Henry, um, a couple of weeks ago, we republished an article that you had originally published with the National Foundation for American Policy. And the article was titled, Rethinking China Trade Policy, Lessons Learned and Options Ahead. Could you just tell us why you wrote this article and, and why now? Well, uh, the impetus for the article is really the uh, transition in the US. You know, I mean, as we uh, look back upon the Trump administration and uh, um, uh, look forward to the new Biden administration, I think it would be useful for us to take stock uh, of the uh, trade policy the U.S. administration has been taking towards China, see what has worked, what has not, and then try to figure out uh, new ways uh, to improve the trade policy towards China. So that's the idea. Okay. Um, you state that um, multilateral action is the only viable option for shaping an effective trade policy. Um, and why is that? I think you're referencing the sort of unilateralism that we saw with uh, under the uh, Trump administration. But um, why do you make this statement? And, and what does it look like in reality? Well, uh, this is a party in reaction to the failed trade policy of the Trump administration, as we saw that uh, he adopted all these unilateral measures like uh, unilateral tariffs against China, uh, unilateral restrictions against Chinese funds, but uh, none has really worked because uh, China uh, did not fulfill uh, actually the purchase commitments and the so-called phase one agreement and uh, the policies did not really result in significant change in China's trade policy. So uh, that is why I advocated a new approach. And in my review, uh, we really should adopt a multilateral approach uh, for um, several reasons. First, because uh, we have to realize that at the end of the day, uh, multilateralism is good for everyone. It's not only good for U.S., also good for China, and of course for the rest of the countries too, because without multilateralism, we will be back to the rules of the jungle. And second, uh, because I think uh, only a multilateral uh, engagement uh, would be successful in dealing with a country like China, given China's economic clout. Uh, if you do not adopt a multilateral approach, even a giant country like the U.S. cannot really successfully force China to change its behavior. So that's why I argued uh, for a multilateral approach. So, Henry, multilateralism, of course, is... Uh, delivered, you know, uh, great um, opportunities for growth, particularly over the last uh, few decades. But but it also seems to be the case that the, the WTO is is challenged. But you uh, look into this in, in into your in your paper, uh, and you you talk about the enforcement of existing rules in in the WTO and the negotiation of new rules with the WTO. Could you explain a little bit more about where you're going with that? Sure. My first suggestion is to look at the more utilization uh, of existing WTO rules, including both the general rules and those in China's succession package. 
the reason for this is because uh, I think contrary to what many commentators have suggested, actually uh, for many of the problems uh, we are facing with China today, uh, the accession package already provided sufficient remedies. So if you look at, for example, the rules on uh, uh, SOEs, the rules on subsidies and the trade remedies, uh, as I argued in my paper, if you uh, look deeper at the WTO accession package of China, you can find many provisions which were underutilized, and I argue that we should better utilize them. And um, as to the uh, rulemaking efforts, if you look at, again, the complaints against China, uh, you know, issues such as uh, SOEs, such as subsidies, such as industrial policy, all these issues are systemic issues. And the only way to address them is uh, through adopting multilateral rules, because you cannot just uh, uh, say uh, tailor-made uh, specific rules for China and uh, say only China have to comply with rules. This is not going to work because China is already uh, a full WTO member, so it's not going to accept all these discriminatory rules again like they did at the time of WTO accession. So uh, you have to recognize that China is an important member and the only way to engage China is multilateralism. Mm. So we, we have a confirmation hearing for Catherine Tai at the end of this week. We've got a new administration finding its feet in, uh, in Washington as well. As you look out over the challenges facing global trade, the, the multilateral trading system uh, with China, how optimistic are you that we're going to find a, a, a way forward? Uh, I think uh, we will be uh, able to improve upon the Trump trade policy because uh, the new uh, Biden administration, I mean, they are familiar with multilateralism. They have been using this in the WTO before the Trump administration. So I'm confident that we could get some uh, solutions out of the WTO with the new administration. Well, nice note to end on. Thank you very much. I should say the paper is available on our website. Thank you very much. Thank you.